Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including the star, which we'll be getting into today. I'm Beatrice Murad, and today I'm joined by Sam Quattro. Hello. And Michelle Anderer. Hi. Warning, yes, we will be getting into spoilers. However, we're going to start off with a brief non-spoiler discussion for those of you who haven't seen the star just yet. Don't worry, I'll let you know when the deep dive into spoilers begin despite the fact that this is a retelling of the nativity story, so I don't know how much there is to spoil. Spoiler, Mary gives birth to Jesus. Like, I just, I don't know how else to, like, tackle this kind of spoilery stuff. Um, But yeah, find out more about this podcast at OverlyAnimated.com. You can subscribe to us at on iTunes at OverlyAnimated.com slash iTunes, where we appreciate your star ratings, or search for Overly Animated on your favorite podcatcher. All right, so guys... According to IMDb, the star is about how a small but brave donkey and his animal friends become the unsung heroes of the first Christmas. The star also has a 44% on Rotten Tomatoes. Ferdinand has a 72%. And this upsets me. This upsets me. Yeah. I like this one more than Ferdinand. Okay, okay. Look, I don't know if it's because the star's rating is too low or because Ferdinand's is too high. But something went wrong with the critics on this one. So, um, Sam, I don't know if you've seen Ferdinand. So, I don't know if you can – I don't know what your take is on this. But, Michelle, like, are you surprised by how big this gap is? Yeah. What's so great about Ferdinand? I was so (laughs) – so much bored, more bored during Ferdinand than I was during this movie. Um, and, like, I don't know, even things just, like, the human characters in this movie, I feel, like, shown a lot more than the ones in Ferdinand, even though they're both movies objectively from animal perspectives. And I enjoyed the animation more. And I don't know. It's really weird. I I wouldn't say I would rate this one much higher than it is, but I think Ferdinand is definitely too high yeah. right now. Yeah, that, I mean, that, that's just, I just, I keep seeing that score. And I know we shouldn't accumulate, like, we shouldn't, for something so subjective, we shouldn't add a number to it. But at the same time, it's like, how, you know, like, how? But um, let's get into this. So without spoiling, did you guys like the star? Um, Michelle, why don't you start off since you kind of already gave us a hint of what you thought? Um, well... I I thought I I was really like afraid this movie was going to be so bad, but it wasn't that bad. Like I kind of liked the bow. The donkey wasn't, you know, he didn't have like have a heart of gold. He like didn't really trust anyone and kind of wanted to do his own thing. And then gradually was like, oh, I guess I should help these people out because they're actually pretty chill. And I don't know. There were a lot of animals, like a lot of animals, but I genuinely enjoyed like a handful of them which I also wasn't expecting and I just again I went to this movie cold so I didn't know like freaking Oprah Winfrey and Christian Chenoweth yeah. like all these other people were like in this movie's animals and I was like what but I mean yeah I like this movie more than Ferdinand I didn't hate Ferdinand so I give it like a 52 percent all right, yeah. all right, all right, cool, cool. Sam, what about you? Did you like this movie? No, I wasn't really a fan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yes. To me, it just it felt like, you know, a bigger budget of, like, you know, the things that they would show you in maybe, I don't know, Catholic school or, like, yeah. uh, Sunday school yeah. or something. You know, just, like, a nice little, you know, uh, Christian story for the kiddies, right? Because, you know, animals, that's how kids relate to the world, I guess. 
I don't know. Um, it just felt kind of bland to me. Like, you know, where's the, where's the dirt about Jesus? Yeah, where's all the <laughs> babies getting murdered? They didn't. They just had one guy to find one baby. That was it. No one dies except him. It would have been more interesting if they made like Joseph and Mary animals. They just made it like a whole like anthropomorphic yeah. animal sort of thing. That would have been very interesting. But you know, of course, you know, it's it's kind of not good. But anyway. Yeah, it was kind of like, yeah, it was a way to spend 90 minutes, certainly. I guess coming out of Ferdinand, I just, because I don't want to compare, but it's just, there is a clear difference in these two in terms of just, one is straight up boring. And then another one actually has some sort of spark of interest, some sort of Mm -hmm. something interesting. So it's like, okay, well... This is, like, maybe it's just because of the humor or, like, the modern tone of it, the modern way people talked to each other, that I was like, okay, like, I know this story. I've known this story since this is probably one of the first stories I've ever known. So it's there's not really a lot that much that they could add to it. They could have done a little bit, something a little bit more interesting. Like, yeah, they could have, like, it's a pretty bland way of telling this. I mean, not of the way, not a way of telling the story, but it's definitely just like, they didn't take any risks with it. It's just, yeah. you know, oh, like ma- we made it a little bit more kid friendly, but there are definitely a lot of sources that have already made this story very kid friendly. So, and they actually do things that do deviate away from the original story, but those things are so the movie's more bland. They like, they make it so it's even less risky than the very story it's telling, which is weird. So, Agree with you, Sam, but also the hue, it's, it was more entertaining than Ferdinand. And there is something yeah. to that entertainment. There is a value to it. Um, not to say that it's, it's faultless or anything. There's a, a lot of faults to this, but there, it's not a, okay. Like if, I don't know, if you, ha- if you practice the, the, the Christian faith in whatever way or shape or form and you find your, kids or your young cousins siblings whatever that be may be like watching this movie for whatever the sake it is you could sit down and watch it with them and it wouldn't be terrible like it could be a fun thing to watch with kids and be like oh yeah this is fine this is okay but um but yeah what did you guys think of that voice acting of like the voice cast because this is this cast is pretty nice like this is a really great cast for the little it is that they were used for, it was it it was pretty nice. What did you guys think of them, Michelle? What did you think? I honestly kind of was fine with the camels and the sheep. I liked and the mouse was fine, but like I'm a little curious, Sam, because you said you liked. Well, you didn't exactly say, but like I, I I have a feeling that you have thoughts about the camels, and I'm just wondering what they are. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> Deep sigh. From I don't know. I feel like the camels were a little bit useless to the main story. They were just kind of there, and they kind of felt like in the grand tradition of the hyenas from Oh yeah, uh, yes, Lion King, true. where you have like all the well, you have like people of color, pre- pre- predominantly in this movie, like black actors playing these camels, and it's like. Uh... What am I supposed to do with that? Like that kind of like signals the red alert. What's happening? Why are we having? Yeah, I agree with you. I I will say that there are a lot of people of color in this. Like I think the only, the only really like big character that is 
white is really Joseph, Zachary, Levi. I think. Oh yeah. I think so. I mean, it's it's everybody, but I do agree with you. Like they're them in particular has been, they were pretty. Oh well, and Kelly Clarkson. We'll get into Kelly later. <laughs> we'll get into Why her. Was she there. We'll get into it. Her we'll get into. So small. But um, but yeah, like I do see that. I do that did make me feel like, huh? Like, what are they? If this, if everybody else had been white, then maybe I I would have felt it a little bit more. Yeah. But given how like. A lot, like you know, Bo is played by Stephen Yeon. Uh, Yeon, I, I don't know. Yeon. I, I actually Yon. just looked up a video how to pronounce his last name. Stephen Yeon. Oh, I, good job, Sam. Like, I, right. This is embarrassing. I lived in Korea for like a, a good chunk, and like I still, I don't know, I don't know how to say it, which is really embarrassing. So, um, but yeah, this cast, like, I'm impressed with the with how many people they got. I just like just Oprah. I was like. Yeah, How did you get Oprah? That's I crazy. I her to be Deborah the camel. I mean, so part of me thinks, like, is that why the camels play such a small role? I mean, this isn't spoilery because they're not the protagonist. This is very much, uh, they play very much a supporting role. So I was just like, maybe it's because she only literally had to be there for like 10 minutes to say all her lines. Maybe. <laughs> like, maybe. Like, just 10 minutes in a like booth. She just and then spent she a morning. Done. Basically, she yeah, was just like, oh, this is a quick – Basically, she's like, this is a quick way to make some money that I clearly don't need because I have enough of it. But, like, sure, why not? So, yeah, um, voice cast, I was surprised by the quality, disappointed by the lack of use of it. But um, Steven Yun, like, he keeps showing – like, I'm I'm sure for people who watch Voltron, like, he's a – I like I'm I I've only really watched like the first season and kind of dropped it in the second season. So I don't know how much more they've been using for his character, but like I'm like he's a great voice actor. Oh, I didn't like, even know he was in Voltron. I might have to watch that now. I have not watched Voltron, so I'm like super out of the loop. I, I okay, well then we're not the people to talk about for Voltron, but, <laughs> <laughs> but we can speculate wildly. We can speculate why he's in Voltron. He's a great voice actor. So we can like be like, okay, then we know why he was like casting it. But um, but Michelle, I th- or what, I think it was Sam. Sam, you mentioned something like about the animation. Like, what did you think of it overall? Was it like fine? Was it? I think that was Michelle. Okay, Michelle. Well, can... <laughs> well, Sam, if you want to talk about it. I kind of, I, I didn't have really that. any opinions on it. It was just like... Mm. I think just because, like, we had talked about how Ferdinand was, like, the most, like, bland palette ever, and there just, like, wasn't anything unique or interesting about the designs. Um, this one just stuck out. I just, like, I remember when we were, like, walking during the sunrise. It's like, oh, this is pretty. Or, like, oh, wow, this is, like, really a desert, and this is a town. It just, it, it didn't, like, blow my mind, but it did feel like a, a somewhat improvement from Ferdinand, just coming back to back from those episodes. Um, that sh- that movie. Yeah, I will say that the humans were a lot more human. Mm-hmm. They actually had like something. Like I can safely say the humans looked like humans. Like yeah, just throwing that out there. Like good job for like giving us the bare minimum. Humans look like humans in this. I don't know why Mary had blue eyes though. That was really throwing me off. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about Is that. Is Jesus too. gonna have blue eyes? I just I don't understand. Yeah, I mean, I appreciate the skin color. I appreciate yes, that they didn't whitewash. But 
I don't know. Maybe it's like I, I have this theory because they all this also happened with um, this the movie The Breadwinner, which is this movie that takes place in Afghanistan and it stars as like the protagonist is this Afghan girl, young girl, and um, she also has like in like, she also has light eyes. So I don't know how much this has to do with I don't know if you guys remember, but there was like this picture, this photograph that was like cover of Time oh, magazine, and it was yeah, just like I remember, I remember. Yeah, yeah, this like. Yeah, like, this girl and she like yeah so like she has like these bright like green eyes so I'm like maybe they're trying to like do that and that's their inspiration I don't know but that is worth talking about that's not I don't well I mean yeah I guess I don't know I don't know eye colors are weird like as someone whose brother is in medical school and had to like learn this stuff and DNA and stuff like mm-hmm. like I tried to ask him like what's up with eyes and he's just like don't just don't don't do it don't do this to me okay so that's really as much as we can talk about in terms of non-spoilers so now we're gonna get into spoilers so anyone who hasn't seen the star and doesn't want to be spoiled i don't know how much there is that isn't i don't know it's the nativity story what else is there to say but um but yeah so goodbye we're gonna talk spoilers bye all right so (laughs) like Okay, so like all nativity tales, the story begins with Mary being visited by this, like, angel and being told that she's preggers with Jesus. And, you know, like, we see her accept this news in, like, an unbelievably chill way. Like, she's just like, all right, that's fine. Uh, There's a baby in me now? Like, sure. And... You know, immediately we find out what perspective we're gonna we're gonna go through the story because it we basically are told it through the perspective of this like mouse thing, and she runs away and tells the other animals this, and we basically go and then we jump to uh, Bo, and it's this this you know this this donkey who's like all he does all day is go around in circles doing something i don't know what it was that he was doing was he like purifying water was he like doing grains i don't know what it was but yeah some sort of physical we, yeah labor. we never find out we, it's exactly. not important it's not all it is that he just basically is always stuck inside all day going around in circles and all he wants to do is go outside and be free and and be part of this like royal caravan thing i don't know what what it does what's the purpose of it but he wants to be part of it Walk and around I, and look cool. Yeah, in yeah, many different villages. Basically, basically, that's he wants to be a star. All right, he wants yeah. to be in the spotlight. He's a little diva. That's our bro. We just that's the way that he is. And his best friend is Dave, and Dave is this like little pigeon thing. So, um, what did all right? So he basically like escapes thanks to his father i think and we go through this crazy chase sequence so what did you guys think of kind of this opening this a lot of things happen there's a lot of things that were set up we were introduced to poe to Bo. poe wow we're introduced to Bo to dave and also mary and all that's happening in the sidelines like what did you think of how they kind of set everything up and introduced everybody michelle um honestly my first reaction was like wow that angel was freaking creepy like its voice was like super intense and yeah mary took it way more chill than i thought and like i don't know throughout the movie like they showed joseph having a couple meltdowns america only has one it's like towards the end i'm just like wow okay this lady's very chill for having like such a bomb drops on her yeah. but 
Yeah. I mean, that. <laughs> yeah, she was just like, oh, I guess I'm going to be the mother of the Lord. Yeah. Now. Like, okay, I don't have to worry about. I mean, I will appreciate later that Joseph doesn't like, yeah, he doesn't like. He just accepts that. He's like, oh, like he's not mad because he doesn't believe her that that's why she's like six months pregnant. He's just like, oh, okay. I don't know how to be a dad to a king, but like, we'll figure that out, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just, I don't understand. Like, they also, they got this wrong, though. Like, in the text, like, she freaked out. She was like, but, but I, like, what do you mean I'm going to be pregnant? I don't have, like, I don't, you know, like, I don't have a man. Like, what are you talking about? Like, she (laughs) does have a freak out. And it's just like, in this, we just don't see, I don't know. I have a really big problem with Mary's characterization because she just seems like, completely simplified and just any complexities that she has is like taken away like just they're just like we're just gonna remove these issues because i mean joseph can have them joseph is fine to have these kind of complexities but mary no you're you're pregnant you we can't give you we can't have you have this too like you're already carrying jesus like we can't have you have also complexities too which doesn't make sense like i just something really bugged me about it but, yeah, she's um, just way too chill. Yeah. Yeah. Just- I mean, as much as Joseph kept freaking out, I'm like, yeah, but like Mary has all the same issues you do. Plus, she's literally giving birth to this. And like, it's it's really scary. And I don't know. I was getting anxious just like seeing Mary be so pregnant. And I knew they were going to find a place to go. But just like, her water broke. Someone just let her use your table. Oh, this is awful. They're closed because of Christmas, Michelle. But she's... <laughs> she just needs one table. And I mean, no one talks about, like, how, how like, the stoning, the actual, like, reality. I mean, I get it. It's like, yeah. gee. But they could have somewhat, like, very lightly suggested the true dangers of her going through this. Joseph was just kind of like, oh, I'm like, what, how am I going to raise this, this, this king, this thing, like this being, how am I going to, like, fair, that's a valid thing, nothing against that. But Mary's like, oh God, if Joseph doesn't accept me, I'm going to be stoned to death. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, like they, they're just like, they're not even tackling this really interesting thing that actually is part of the story. They're just kind of like nah, we're just not going to deal with that because animals. And it's just, no, no. Like, if I don't know. Like, personally, if someone didn't, like, kidify it for me when I was younger, I would have been totally into this story way more. I would have been like, what? I don't know. But, um, but what do you guys think of, like, Bo and Dave and, like, our introduction to them? Sam? Was fine like what do you think of Bo? i mean i guess is what i'm trying to say like do you like Bo as a protagonist like is he fine or is he just kind of like bland and oh boy that's a loaded question <laughs> tell us spill it this yeah, is the time to talk about it well i think it. like like he definitely uh exemplifies a certain trope of like this annoying uh you know kid animal whatever but of course like throughout the movie he becomes more quote-unquote humbled which i guess is just you know the whole gist of the nativity story about like humbling yourself in the face of jesus uh i don't know but throughout most of the movies just like gets on my nerves and he doesn't know what he wants but he's a kid so like what do i know and you know he wants to join the royal caravan but then he doesn't 
and Mary, he's in love with her, and it's just a lot of things happening. Wait, what is she? Okay, hold on. I don't know if he's in love with Mary. I'm not in love with Mary, but you know how, like, you know, you sort of look at your pet and you're like, oh, I think my pet's in love with me. It's like that. <laughs> I mean, I don't okay. have pets, so I wouldn't Special know. Special animal owner bond thing. Yeah, it's like that. Okay. It's like the, it's like the indescribable bond between a pet and an owner. Gotcha, gotcha. But, uh, you know, like, something I don't understand is why, like, he didn't know that something magical was it like that he didn't hear about like oh the king is coming like the new king is coming like there there were like rumors like this little rat had been telling people like animals things were happening and then for some reason Dave which is the big question I'm just like Dave you're flying all over the place why haven't yeah, you Dave, heard these rumors and told Dave Bo that hey um, it's just like hey Bo like the reason that these people are chasing Mary is because like she's carrying this king and maybe you should care a little a little bit more I, just, I don't know it's just but we're jumping all over the place let's talk about that like first big like chase sequence that happens where like Bo escapes and and ends up with Mary and Joseph. But there is, like, this good chunk of the movie where you just have this, like, kind of crazy sort of, kind of, like, chase. Which is very reminiscent to Ferdinand in its placement. In yeah. that, like, at just the right moment, it's like, oh, here we go. We got to have this crazy fun action sequence because we can't have a movie without one. What did you guys think of it, Michelle? The first one, uh, honestly, when the when the owner dude like was trying to get him back, I like was like, yeah, I mean, this is his livelihood. I don't know what the donkey's job is to turn that wheel thing around, but like, <laughs> he has a livelihood. Of course, he wants his donkey back. He paid for him, so like, I like got it. It was only after like he tried to jack him the second time. I was like, okay, well, now you're interfering with the plot. Just go away, <laughs> mister. But before, I was, like, kind of on his side because it was pretty understandable. Um, outside of that, like, I don't know. I, I think if any movie has more than, like, two chase sequences, I, get, I, I start to wonder if it's just because they think they should do more because that's what movies do and that's the structure. But, yeah, I don't really have any other comments on the first one. Gotcha, gotcha. And uh, Sam, what about you? Anything you want to say before we move on to like the meat of the story? Uh, chase sequences are just fodder, really. Mm-hmm. Just you know, something to pad out what's happening. I mean, I get it. Like in terms of plot, it, you know, it had to happen. You know, it had to be a runaway, and you know, it's, it's it can be visually interesting, but I feel like <clears throat> this movie was kind of so bland for me that I don't remember. <laughs> chase sequences that much that's how i felt with ferdinand like after the second one i was like well i can't i can't just process this to the height of my ability because it just keeps happening something tells me i need to watch ferdinand you don't you don't need to you only have one life you really don't i know (laughs) like it is is more (laughs) worthwhile to watch coco twice than to watch ferdinand once yeah, just consider that before you decide to watch Ferdinand. Um, <laughs> but okay, so we talked about Mary revealing her pre- her pregnancy to Joe, to Joseph, sorry. I we wrote Joe. Joe. <laughs> I wrote short. Joe in my outline because Joseph is such a, such a long name. But, um, but yeah, so that all happens. And then we're introduced to these like 
three wise men, which I always knew as the three kings, because that's just how. Yeah, I thought they were three kings. Yeah, I always that I don't understand why. Like maybe they just didn't want to confuse like the king, all of these kings. Because, like, I don't know, like, this guy, King Herod, Herod, like, he was, like, really scared of this new king. So if there were just, like, three kings in front of him, I feel like he would have just exploded. Like, no, too many kings. So I maybe that's why. I don't know. But, um... I don't know. The language of the church can be kind of, like, redundant at times. Yeah, it's true. It's true. But, um, basically, these three men come and tell King Herod that, hey, we're here for the new king. And then he decides to, like all kings do, kill the new king because he's like, no, I like my power. Um, and we're introduced to the three camels. So, instead of diving into this plot, I just kind of want to get it out of the way now because it's pointless. Like, and it's not is. pointless. It really is. It is. There's n- not, we're, we did not spend any time with these camels. Like, it's probably just three scenes like they're just here to tie everything together but like there's no point to them so like better than just all right better than focus on the negative let's like refocus this who is your favorite camel michelle deborah deborah she i like that she like she like definitely has the most common sense and the others who just kind of like just butted heads a lot and at the very end she's like okay i'm gonna let them have this one i was like that's right deborah everyone knows you're the alpha (laughs) what about you sam which is your favorite camel yeah deborah was definitely my favorite she she had the most like i don't know she was the most endearing i liked her the most she's oprah (laughs) she's oprah who who couldn't like oprah yeah I will say though that fi- that one scene with her at the end where she goes like I think everyone's gonna celebrate this day and millions upon millions of people are gonna care about this and he's gonna change the world. I was like, okay, Oprah, okay, Deborah, you need to sit down because you can't. There's no th- this is completely a horrible right like scene and horrible line. Like there is no point to this. Like there's no like no. That's just. Like, the whole point was, like, this joke of them being, like, you're crazy. That would never happen. And I'm just, like, that joke is so, like, cliche and stupid. Like, there's, oh, God. Like, her character was fine up until that scene. I was just, like, That's I'm true. done. I was, like, this is, mm-hmm. this is, that was the moment where I was, like, okay. We're, okay, this movie, it's run its course. I need it to end now. Okay, so, Mary, okay, so basically, Mary and Joseph have to go to Bethlehem because of a census that no one really, like, they don't properly explain this. I, I don't think, like, I know, or here's what's hard. It's a, this is a story that I just know so well that I don't know how dependent the film was in the audience knowing the story. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, like sometimes, like, for instance, with, like, Spider-Man, it's, like, mm-hmm. annoying because they keep telling us the story. And it's, like, no, no, no. Just get on with it. Everyone knows the story by now. So with this one, like, do you guys think that they were, like, oh, like, we don't need to tell anyone much? Or would they have, like, done – would it have would it have been better for the story if they had actually kind of dived into, like, the details of everything instead of just kind of, like, been, like, we're going to give you the most superficial version of the story? I kind of wish that they would have explained the census thing because I do not remember that. Uh-huh. It's been like over ten years. Let's say like maybe fifteen years since I've been like, <laughs> you know, learning about the sun sort of thing. Uh so you know, of course, that kind of like went over my head. I was like, oh, okay. Like I knew like they went from there to there, but 
I couldn't really remember why. So I wish that they would explain that more, especially like if the aim is towards kids, you know, you want to educate and not just have like this sort of feel good romp about Jesus. Anyway. Yeah. I, I kind of wish I would have gone more into that and maybe more again into like the more saucier details, but you know, it's for saucier. All oh, the baby children. murder. <laughs> that could have been, you know, like this, this, like this guy was not scary at all. Like, this baby murderer that we're introduced to has these, like, two, like, dog, these, like, puny little dogs that I'm yeah, just, like. Yeah, it's like, oh, there's a, there's, a, there's a king to be born? Okay, one dude and your two dogs, do you think you can handle this, this entire, yeah. like, country all on your own? Good luck. I hope you find them in, like, three days. That's what's going to happen. Like not it's just one, crazy. Yeah. yeah, like not once did I feel. I mean, again, we know how this story ends, but at the same time, like I would like some tension. It's possible, you know. Like I'm reading this um the Star Wars book about Princess Leia before this trilogy even starts, and like I'm still like there is tension in this book, even though I know how the story ends. I know this is it's so fun to read, and this movie like. Even though, like, we know that Jesus is coming, there's no way that we know it's going to happen, they could have made him, like, they could have made the baby killer, like, you know, more threatening, like an actual baby killer. They could have been, I don't know, I just found him to be completely, maybe it's because they decided to focus on the animals, or, or maybe not, but I just did not find him at any point to be... He doesn't talk even. He doesn't even talk. And I'm just like, why? He barely talks, yeah. I don't know. I just found him to be completely wasted. Just like I found the camels to be, like, wasted. Like, I'm just like, you don't invite Oprah and then not use her. Like, that is just, no. You don't do that. Yeah, the dogs were more threatening. (laughs) Yeah, they were. They were threatening. They were, like, even though they weren't, like, I wanted them to be even more threatening. Like, they were more threatening. And I was more scared of Bo being okay than this man who has this very large knife that he keeps pulling the knife out we keep seeing them we keep seeing shots of him pulling his knife out but like we never like use it i mean again i don't want you i don't i know that we can't see you use it i get it i know the restrictions but at the same time it's like make him scary make him a little bit scary a little knife a little sword isn't gonna get these kids scared it just the sword itself isn't even frightening. Like, it's not. Like, it looks like a butter knife. Like, it's just, it's, I don't know. I just, very disappointed in this villain. So, all right. All right, we're, I'm so sorry. We're jumping <laughs> over the place. That's and then my, okay. my we'll outline is just like, Bo meets this sheep named, Ru- okay. Basically, Mary Joseph <laughs> leave for Bethlehem and leave Bo yeah. behind. He yeah, runs which in- is crazy. Like, oh, yeah, my husband will just carry this big-ass cart around, and I'm pregnant, so I'll just, like, walk next to him. That's fine, donkey. You can just stay here. Oh, man. He is yeah. a small donkey. He's better than trying to carry a big cart yourself. And I'm assuming that, like, you know, Bo is not, like, the like we've seen this time again throughout the movie Bo is not the most faithful donkey like he will do what he wants so I feel like they were just like you know what you're gonna cause us trouble let's just go we don't need him let's head out so Bo like is now free to do whatever he wants and he Mm -hmm. wants to chase his dream but then he's like basically given a fork in a road by the way we're giving a lot of these like this visual of just like 
a split between two roads in this movie is, in my opinion, overused. Because, like, how many decisions does this little donkey have to make? Like, how many visual representations of, like, choosing the right thing and choosing the selfish thing do we need to see? I got way too much, in my opinion. But, um... He goes and then he goes, he decides to chase after Mary and Joseph and tell them about and warn them. And Dave is like, no, but your dream. And then he's like, no, we have to do the right thing. So they go and then they meet Ruth, the sheep. What do you guys think of Ruth? Because like this is, she's voiced by, she's voiced by A.D. Bryant. And I'm just thinking, here is this person from SNL. Here's a chance to like give us some comedy, like give us something like really great. And she just is like a pretty... Like, she's just, like, a she's, like, not the type, like, she's not the type of character I thought an SNL person would voice, just because she's not given that many jokes to do. What did you guys think of her character, Sam? Uh, I don't know, in terms of her being voiced by A.D. Bryant, A.D., in terms of, like, a comedy thing, her main, I guess, like, thing that they poke fun at is, like, her being, like, fat. Etc. Um, she's more of like a straight man in a lot of sketches. Mm-hmm. So as for this, like being sort of like wacky, zany, yeah, but still like, you know, I want to be a leader because blah 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 is, you know, I think it's fitting for the voice. Um, as for the character, uh, I don't know. Of course, we have that sheep motif, you know, that shows up. You know, the shepherd uh, oh, thing yeah, that always shows yeah. up. Which, you know, I guess is a nice imagery. Uh, it's just another animal just joining. Yeah. yeah. Join, sure. Joining the fray of this caravan around Jesus. <laughs> Michelle, what about you? I thought she was fine. I think she was kind of, like, bland, though. Like, she was well-meaning and she was cute. And she, like, just, like, wanted to help. And also wanted to kind of be a leader. And that was kind of it. But considering she's not really in the movie for long and doesn't really do much except for, like, get the sheep herd together at the end. I mean, I guess that's all, like, you could expect from a side character. I I honestly enjoyed her more than the the dove. And he was enough for, like, the whole movie. Yeah, yeah, fair. I mean, do you think it's because she has too many qualities of a protagonist that she doesn't really shine? No, but she's as bland as most protagonists are, but I don't think that's why. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, fair. But I just feel like because she's there and because we have um, Bo there and they're both kind of bland, maybe that's why? I mean, maybe. I don't need, I don't know. With all the camels and the dogs and, like, the sheep and the dove, it's just, like, a lot of animals to keep track of. Yeah, I mean, it is a lot. They are, they're just, maybe it's because there's too many characters, which is, like, weird, because, I don't know, there's, there's so many that yeah, like, in this, but then they're just, there's a lot of things they're trying to balance, but at the same time, they're just, I feel like they're intentionally being superficial, just for the sake of, like, we don't want to get too deep into this. Yeah, it wants to be a very safe movie. One thing I was kind of, I, I kind of expected was that there was, like, no real conversation about like faith in this movie and i kind of thought maybe there would be because like this this new messiah is like coming to earth like it's a big deal and it's gonna be it's gonna be a change 
for this community. And everyone just kind of is like, oh, yeah, Son of God, okay, yeah, sure, that's happening. No one really questions it. People, like, the, key, the other dude's afraid of it. It makes Joe worry about being a good dad. But nobody's like, is this real? Like, I don't know if I believe that's pretty crazy. They all just buy into it right away. And I think it would have been interesting to see how they developed that faith in a different way instead of just immediately having it from the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Or even just, you know, because this is gonna this is a very trying thing for Mary and Joseph. It's like them having a moment where they question it, you know? Mm-hmm. Have a moment where they're like like I guess Joseph does this a little bit, being like, Why me? Like why is this like happening? Like what's go like why what can I do? Why was I chosen for this? Like that I guess would make some sense. But you know, like we don't get enough of like there's no this is impossible there's no way it was just it's never the question of oh like you saw an angel or hey you just got pregnant out of nothing like that's never questioned yeah like there was there's something there to like explore and they just don't explore it which is annoying but i don't um, know maybe like we're asking too much of this film like i think like crises of crises rather of faith and you know the whole like burdens of what god asks you to do might be Mm -hmm. too heavy for a talking animal movie oh no at least least one of this caliber and like you know the target audience and stuff yeah one of this caliber because like i don't know prince of egypt did a pretty good job but that movie had way higher ambitions than a star clearly so That's what I mean, though. It's like it's it's just frustrating because I was just like I'm like I'm one of those people where it's like if you're gonna do this, if you're gonna spend the money on this, mm-hmm. go for it. Just do it. Like, just try and be ambitious. Like, I don't need like perfection. I just need ambition. And it's less. I mean, granted, like Ferdinand. Well, that's the thing. Like, that's the thing with Ferdinand. It wants to be ambitious, but it just refuses to be ambitious. Did but- it want to be ambitious? It didn't. Okay, we're not going to talk about Ferdinand. I don't know. I don't no know. more Ferdinand. No more Ferdinand. There was wasted potential there. Okay. This is great for me because I haven't seen <laughs> no clue. No more Ferdinand. We're okay. really selling it on you, huh, Sam? <laughs> yep. Now I got to watch it, right? Got to see that John Cena. <laughs> and the Kate McKinnon. Okay, enough. Um. So Dave and Bo meet Ruth. They meet up with Mary and Joseph. And here we have like this kind of new like sequence this kind of crazy wacky action sequence that we get do you guys have any co- any comments on this one like despite it be- despite the pointlessness of it do you find any anything worthwhile uh, to it or did you just again just find it boring there's no need for it michelle Mm, wait which one was this this is the one okay we got the answer no i'm just kidding um this is the one in like they go they end up at the market like they basically see um um the dogs coming and then they're like we gotta keep them like away from them so then they go to the market and then then goes to get water and then messes up and joe gets yeah No, this was probably the most pointless one because all it was was like, oh, we can't have them together too quickly. It's a little too easy. We gotta, we gotta make Bo like decide for himself that he really wants this, and we're gonna push that back for twenty more minutes. I do not think there was any point to this. All right, what about you, Sam? Do you, do you, do you remember the sequence, dude? I actually don't. <laughs> <laughs> 
I just remember just like a lot of like zany running around. Ugh, I don't know. Okay, do you, okay. Do you guys think that like it would the movie would have improved had Mary and Joseph actually known that they were being like followed and like sought after? Yes. Yeah. That would have been like a lot more tension and like you know mm-hmm. a whole like big you know coming into like a climax like we gotta find. You know, and then we gotta find shelter. We gotta like find sanctuary, for lack of a better term. Yeah, their only concern up to this point is like, oh, are we gonna be good parents for the Messiah? Instead of like, yo, having this kid's literally gonna like, there are political ramifications of this that's gonna affect like everything. This is a big deal on like a national scale. And there's just none of that. It's just like, oh, hope we're gonna be good parents. And that's not, this is, I don't know. It's not as intense in a bad way, I would say. Because there is more going on here. It is like a political thing. And why shy away from that? It's there. It's part of the story. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, it's be like, we know that there's someone who's after them. I feel like the tension would have just been raised if they had, like, I feel like this is one of the detriments of going from, to, from the animal perspective versus the human perspective is that by making them aware, suddenly the animals are null and void. Like, there's no need for them anymore because the humans now know, so they're going to actually take action that the animals would have taken otherwise. Yeah. Why do sense. we need animals in the story? <laughs> <laughs> Good it's question. It's a fresh new take because children like animals more than watching people God, watch When I first them. saw the premise of this, I thought it was going to be like furry Jesus, and I'm like, okay. Yeah. Because yeah. you thought the donkey was, was going to be... Yeah, like, I thought the donkey was going to be Jesus. Whoa, that would be... Whoa. Like, there <laughs> are so... That, that could be really deep. You could, like, yeah. get some, like... That could be really interesting. Like, ambition, guys. Like, ambition doesn't hurt. Like, Hashtag risk. ambition. Hashtag ambition. One thing I do want to tackle, because one of the things that this movie marketed on, like, one of the things it sold was a new Christmas Mariah Carey song. Oh my and god! What? What the I think the trailer. I looked it up. Oh, there it, were so many songs in this it, movie, and some of them I was okay with because I was like, "Oh, I can notice this is like kind of a Christmassy thing." But some of them was some, too poppy. It, no, no, no. When it veered into like Christian rock, I was like, "We need to stop. We need, <laughs> we need to stop." There's Who no else need. Be watching this in December after it comes out on DVD. Yeah, I mean, I just. Okay, I don't mind songs in things. I don't. But the thing is, if the if basic because this is how I felt this movie dealt with like music. Let's just say Mary goes, "I'm sad." Next up is like a song play that goes, "Sadness." Like <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's fair. Legit, like, the Mary Did You Know thing, I was like, no, we're not doing this. Like, really? Right after a fight, it's like, did you know, Mary, that this would happen? Did you? It's like, really? Like, no, this is no need for it at all. Like, I just, I, and the fact that Mariah's song was barely played. Like, we barely listened to her saying, and I was like, "Mm -mm, you don't get to market Mariah and not deliver. Like, I need her full-length song. And not in the credits, but in the actual movie. Like, this is not how this goes. And by the way, like, it doesn't even, like, come close to All I Want for Christmas is You. Like, does not even come close to it. Nothing's gonna top that. It's the ultimate feel-good classic. 
I know that nothing will top it, but I was like, you're not, again, problem with ambition, hashtag well, ambition, yeah, they yeah. don't even try. If they don't was even their try. Goal, it was a massive failure. Yeah, it was, it was not good. But, um, okay, so then let's, like, wrap this up with this kind of, like, final act where, and it's funny because, like, a lot of things are happening in it. First, we get that Kelly Clarkson cameo. Oh, my God. Legit, look, I... <laughs> Sam's mood is so strong. I've, I've, I have never seen a cameo in an animation like this, like where it's legit just the actor coming in to do a cameo. Like that's the only point of that character was just so we could hear Kelly Clarkson like sing a couple notes in character. Made no sense. Be but, a horse. Basically. And just say, like, oh, I live for the spotlight. It's like, Kelly, please. Oh, like, God. Kelly, please. please. Kelly. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so we have this, like, a lot of things are happening. We meet these new characters. We see, like, Bo and Dave and Ruth trying to protect Jesus and Mary, who's giving birth to him after, like, going through different. In- I can't believe we actually had a sequence where it was just Mary and Joseph going to different inns. Like, Really? Like, that was, like, peak boredom. I was just like, come on now. Like, no, get them to the barn. We know where they're going. And in the midst of everything that's happening, the camels arrive. In the midst of everything that's happening, We sure missed them. I can't. It it was a lot. So what did you guys think of kind of how this movie kind of wraps everything up? And, like, how how this kind of, like, crazy action sequence happens? Third one. Like, it's like every act needs a sequence. Third one in. And everything's kind of happening. Like, are you guys, like, a little upset that we didn't actually get a birth scene? Like, I'm no. a little upset. I feel like I'm upset because I was that. worried about Mary walking a long way. And her water broke. And no one was letting her use their table. And childbirth's probably really hard time without, like, painkillers. And I just felt for Mary. I think, I don't know. Let's not shy away from the gruesomeness of even childbirth, guys. Come on, you gotta commit. I mean, I just wanted like take I don't even I don't need to see it, but I needed to hear <laughs> Mary yeah. screaming. Yeah, it's a hard thing. Is it just like la la oh? I mean, again, it's like this is in this makes sense for like hashtag chill Mary that we've seen the whole movie, but yeah, a little screaming would have been warranted. All right, new, okay, quote of the pod, hashtag chill Mary. Yeah. That is the quote of the pod. But, um, but yeah, but Sam, like, what did you think of, like, how Bo say, that final confrontation between Bo and Ruth and Dave and the dogs and how it all kind of neatly ties up together? I always feel like the emotional pull of, you know, the dogs just wondering to themselves, you know, are we bad? And mm-hmm. stuff because, you know, they were um, doing errands for the King Harad, obviously. And, you know, attacking the Messiah. Um, I was really feeling that. As for, like, you know, the whole ending sequence with Mary and the animals and the bowing and just... I don't know. I'm just... Ugh. It's, it's hard to say because, you know, of course, you know, people have different thoughts, feelings, opinions, religions, etc. You know, Christianity and any of its sects are not mine. Mm-hmm. So for me, it felt like a little bit too on the nose, a little bit too, like, I get it. You know, he is the king of kings. I understand. Bowing just felt 
I don't know. Is what it was. It happened. Uh, of course, you know, Oprah's final line about, oh, we're all going to remember this, and it's going to be <laughs> thousands of years in the future. We will all dedicate <laughs> this day, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, that wasn't the news. But, you know, it is what it is. It's, it's just like, for me, that sort of thing is morals 101 and, like, you know, devotion 101 like how you're supposed to act and how you're supposed to feel and you know redemption you know anybody can be redeemed in the eyes of god if they like have like forgiveness in their heart or whatever right so that's how i felt about it like at the end in terms of mary giving birth i just i I didn't want to see that (laughs) so i'm kind of glad they didn't show it but um other than that yeah it was just like yeah do you think that Bo was even... Because the thing is, like, Bo doesn't ever really, like... He doesn't do any... Like, I don't know. Like, he still has his, like, dream and stuff, right? And then he, he gives it up at the yeah, end, but he's still, like... I don't know. Like, he's, like, this character where I'm just, like... He's he's not 100% great. Like, in terms of, like, he's not good 100%. He's selfish. But then, like, his growth into becoming, like, no, I have to do the right thing. Like, that development, like, isn't really there. He just, like, suddenly switches. Do mm-hmm. you guys feel the same way? Uh, well, I think it was this kind of thing where, like, objectively, he was spending his life in a room. Like, anything was going to be better than that. And the caravan was in high school because he got to travel. And he thought that was, like, going to be the most important thing. But then... I think, like, the fact that he... I mean, he didn't even bond with them that much, but he, like, kind of helped them out, Mary and Joseph. I think just, like, the fact that, like, they had something going on there and they were a reliable source that could take care of him um, ended up just, like, being like, oh, this this is a thing that actually is pretty good. And maybe walking around a caravan would actually kind of suck more than I thought it would now that I have other options and literally just that. So, like, it made sense to me, but, yeah, it it happened very conveniently when he made this choice in the movie structure, so it wasn't wholly satisfying either when he changed his mind. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just, I just feel like if he had just been their donkey, you know, if he had just been their donkey from the beginning, like... Yeah, we wouldn't have had his, like, decision of, like, do I stay? Like, do I go for my dream? Do I do this? Yeah, I would have removed that, but that was something we didn't need. Like, it didn't add anything yeah, to the story. True. Like, if anything, it was just, like, I feel like we would have been much more invested in his character had he just been, like, I care a lot about these people, these, like, owners of mine, and I want to, like, protect them, and I need to stop this person that's, like, evil, like, dogs and stuff. Like, I don't know. Like, I just feel like his intentions, like, just weren't, the, like, his drive wasn't there yeah but um i think that's fair i don't know i just i'm trying to figure out what doesn't why why the story doesn't work and i'm just like maybe it's (laughs) because of of bo maybe it's all bo because or maybe i don't know it's like i'm trying to figure it out and it's just yeah like uh i don't know do you think it would have been better for just like a straight up human thing I mean, I don't. I guess it's, it's I'm a trying different to, story. Yeah, so I'm trying to still think about this like within the parameters the film sets for itself. So I'm still trying to make it trying to make it work with animals. Like without a doubt, it would have been better as a human story. But with animals themselves, like had they still like kept the animals, like for instance, so when 
one of the camels tells the dogs, like, no, we don't want you. You're not part of our group. I'm like, camels, you're not part of the group either. You just showed up at the last second, you know? True. So I'm just like, there was just no, like, they, if they were going to do, like, an animal story, they could have done a lot more to make these characters interesting. Maybe if, it, if they had done, like, I don't know, like, if Mary and Joseph weren't so predominant. Maybe if they had just been kind of in the, in the, in the, I guess in the background or something. Like, or they, or if, if they had focused on, like, the little drummer boy or something. I don't know. Like, done They something. used music from that song in the background, but they did not have him in it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just like, maybe if they had done that or maybe, like, done something so that the human because like okay if you're gonna do an animal story you can't do a human story so you gotta like keep the humans like at a minimum you know you just you have to that's just in order to make the characters interesting you have to like do it you know you have to like take it to the extreme i guess and they just refuse to take it to the extreme and that was just what was frustrating for me but um do you guys think baby jesus looked a little funny yeah, he had this weird, like, peach fuzz hair and just his face. I don't know. We didn't even see him that long. And we don't spend a lot of time, like, in the shots looking at his face. A lot of, like, shots of, like, people looking down at him. But, like, yeah, he did seem a little weird. Do you guys think this is a movie worth watching for Christmas? For those who, like, well, I'm assuming the people who would watch this movie would celebrate Christmas. I'm assuming, like... I don't know. Like, everyone can watch this movie, but I feel like, like, why would you if it weren't because of Christmas? <laughs> why would you? <laughs> There's nothing else to offer from it. Like, unless you celebrate the holiday. Why would you? <laughs> like, this isn't like, for instance, like, the magic of Coco, where you can enjoy this movie even if you don't celebrate Dia de los, de los Muertos. Like, you know, like, that still has a lot that you can, like, enjoy from it. But... This one, like, I just, if you don't celebrate it, like, I see no point in you seeing it just because there's just no enjoyment in it. Yeah, it's, I mean, in terms of Christmas movies, I don't think this one has, like, a high tier of quality. And I don't know, even just, like, culturally significant, I don't really think it's that notable. Like, again, like, I'd recommend The Prince of Egypt before I'd recommend this movie. And that's not really a Christmas movie at all, but I just, like, there are elements that are similar. I feel like it is a really much better job so i would kind of want people to watch that instead do you, okay this is a kind of a side note but do you guys think balto is a is a is a christmas movie i've never seen balto huh. i've heard of it but i've never seen it i mean there's always, snow yeah. balto's a dog right yeah yeah, yeah okay uh, he does deliver things to yeah. people. <laughs> he does deliver things maybe Any- i don't know i never really thought of it that way you know, because I feel like this movie could have been like the – I could have seen this as like going into it. I was like maybe this is going to be like the Balto for like uh, for like younger generations where you're going to have like a donkey trying to save like a, a baby or a birth or whatever. And like we didn't – no, that didn't happen. Balto's still great and this movie is still not. <laughs> when are we going <laughs> to write – hot takes, man. When are we going to write like a Balto Christ allegory – article it should happen well, doesn't he also doesn't he like like die for a second yeah and then like he re- comes what? back dude there you go Balto's I- jesus confirmed confirmed like confirmed questions. okay you know what i think all right 
After much thought, I do think Ferdinand does go above this movie simply because we've talked about so many other movies in this podcast instead of the star. Maybe it's because like there's just not much to the star. No, it's very safe to its detriment, I think. Yeah, I agree. And I'll agree with that. <laughs> the, the only interesting thing about it is really the cast. Yeah, yeah it's performances. They did a good job. Maybe that's the point. Maybe that's why they cast all these people. Because like they knew that they had nothing else. Also, I think they kind of did a casting gag with Gina Rodriguez because I know she's Jane the Virgin and she plays Mary. Ah! Like, I just want her to stop playing a pregnant woman. I'm yeah. just like, she's done it. She needs to move on. Justice she's like, for Gina. Yeah, basically. I just, I don't know. The I, I look I, again. I want to see Gina and everything, but also like she ne- she's better than being pregnant again. She is more than that, guys. But yeah, any last thoughts you guys have on the star? Sam? Uh, I don't... Could have been better. I don't even, like, why was it even called the star? Because of, like, the star that the wise men followed, I guess? The bright angel? I don't know. Yeah, I think what, what was, was the point, point of the star? star? But they didn't really spend much... They spent, like, the last third really hammering home the star... The star. Not the rest of the movie. So Kelly Clarkson didn't sleep because of the star, right? Yeah. They if if they were gonna name this movie the star, they needed that to be much more prevalent in the first two acts of this movie because they was just not there. Uh, Again, it was the day, but still. Positivity fun adventure. Positivity fun adventure. Yeah. That would be such an amazing title. That would sum up basically the quality tier of this movie you could expect. I think that's a better title. Gina Rodriguez as Chill Mary. Chill Mary. Chill Mary. No, we could could come up with a billion better titles that get across the message of this movie. A very bland nativity story with talking animals. I really like Bo's nativity fun adventure. I yeah. think that really speaks to the heart of what this movie is. <laughs> yeah, hi- hire me in that uh, movie executive so I can title all your movies. Yes, please. Okay. You guys. Do it. All right. So that does it for this podcast. Find out all the info on this podcast at OverlyAnimated.com. Join us on Discord to text chat about animation at OverlyAnimated.com slash Discord. Support us via Patreon at Patreon.com slash OverlyAnimated. Thanks to all our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, Alec, a.k.a. Frozone. And thanks, as always, to our Patreon executive producers, John, Ryan, Steve, Alex, Andy, and Hugh. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.